Today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, we check in with Beef Sather. He says you can be what you want to be. You know, the patterns have been absolutely smorgasbord. I love it. Um, you could be a jig fisherman or a crankbait fisherman or a spinner rig fisherman, and right now the patterns are setting up to a beautiful summer pattern. And it's Lake of the Weekday. Gary Barnard out of the Bemidji Area Fisheries Office has all the details. It's kind of a slow starter in the spring sometimes, but... Uh, I don't know what it is, if it's the amount of vegetation out there or what, but um, when uh, the vegetation gets established on those humps out there and the, the wallers are kind of working the edges of that vegetation in the summertime in that transition between, you know, 12 to 17 feet or so, uh, it can be some pretty good fishing. All the details are coming up next. I got my fishing pool keys, tackle box in my hand, going to cast a few lines with my toes in the sand. Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man, but the wife... Don't understand. I love walleye, perch, trout, and bass. And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four stroke right in the back. Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when I'm fishing for Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, it's been a while, but it's great to have Beef Sather back on the show today as uh, we head into the holiday week. And, uh, Beef, we're going to talk fishing here in a moment, but one of the things that you're involved in is the uh, fireworks display on uh, on Lake Bemidji. Uh, I know you were looking for some boats, but I think you're more or less set up there now? Yeah, we were looking for 24 perimeter boats to go around the barge so we had everybody being safe and so we could put on one heck of a fired uh, red, white, and boom show. But uh, we filled it, and uh, we are looking for a couple of boats that want to be alternates where they would just be on standby in case somebody couldn't make it. But, yeah, we're filled, and we're excited for an awesome show. Yeah, and, of course, that will be the 4th of July itself. Um, one of the other things is lots of boats like to be on the water to watch that. Uh, obviously, you don't want them to get too close to the barge. That's why you have the uh, perimeter boats. Yeah, we're going to have uh, we're going to have four corner boats, and then in between each corner boat, we'll have perimeter boats. We need to uh, maintain a buffer and a, like a no wake zone around that barge, and uh, it's actually nine pontoon boats tied together to make a floating barge. So it's really cool. Um, but we want people on the water to watch the show. Um, we've had some great sponsors that have helped out to put this show together. Uh, Midget JCs have done a phenomenal job with. Uh, making sure this 75th anniversary show is going to be great. But uh, if you are on the water watching the show, make sure you have navigational lights in your boat. Um, we want safety number one. So that's that's one of the things we need to be aware of. So it's going to be awesome. Okay. That, yeah, that's uh, and that, again, is on the 4th of July itself. Um, meanwhile, uh, let's talk a little fishing while we're at it. I know you've been on a lot of different lakes, um, had kind of an interesting spring-summer. The weather hasn't been quite as typical as we're used to. What's that meant for fishing for you? You know, the patterns have been absolutely smorgasbord. I love it. Um, you could be a jig fisherman or a crankbait fisherman or a spinner rig fisherman, and right now the patterns are setting up to a beautiful summer pattern. Our water temps have warmed up uh, for most of the summer, I've been jigging minnowing and uh, using the long shank fireballs with shiners, and uh, then I switched over some leeches for jigging up to about mm, about week and a half, two weeks ago, and now we're uh, now we're running with um, spinner rigs and uh, poor man Lindy rigs, or I use a worm weight with about a four foot floral carbon small number four hook and a leech going right through the weeds or right on the sides. Um, 
techniques are phenomenal right now. If you have a tackle box, you have a fishing rod, you have a reel, you can catch fish. That's awesome. Uh, I have all of those things, so no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, it's, been, it's been really cool. It's been it's been an awesome opportunity to to try different techniques. But yeah, where uh, where you been fishing? You know, that's the best part. We just got off of Leech Lake doing a bass tournament, and uh, I've been all the way up from Lake of the Woods all the way down to Leech Lake, Cass Lake, Bemidji, some of the smaller lakes around Bemidji, and uh, we're targeting multi species, and um, it, it makes it interesting to when you load up your boat and you have an ultralight rod, a medium action rod, a medium heavy action rod. And uh, but um, Leech Lake was phenomenal for bass this last week. Um, I've never seen so many different bass caught by a variety of anglers, so that was really cool. But uh, main species I've been targeting is walleye lately. Okay, um, and the walleye bite uh, maintains. Yeah, you know. We started off the year with everything, you know, with that late spring type deal, cold water, and um, then everything moved up shallow. And now, like on Lake Bemidji, for example, you can target fish up in the weeds still. They're still sitting up there. There's a phenomenal perch bite going. Um, as you heard from the Fishing Has No Boundaries podcast that you did or the Fishing Ball Hunting Country, we had anglers catching fish everywhere up in the shallow, so that's been fun. Um, if an angler was going to go out today or this holiday week, um, they could definitely target them in the weeds and or on the brake lines. So that if you have electronics, you'll be able to see the schools there. But um, I would definitely be pulling some crawler rigs or leech rigs around the structure. It's the fishing is absolutely amazing. This has been it's been a summer to I can't believe how good the fishing's been. It's awesome. I know that you do a lot up on Lake of the Woods, and that uh, last year was an absolutely amazing fishery, and all through the winter season as well. I'm assuming it's continued into 2019. I am super stoked about it up here right now. Um, um, we had guys out last night that were sitting outside of Pine Island pulling cranks, and they were catching 40 to 50 fish in 7 to 9 feet of water in an hour and a half, and uh, they were having to sort through the fish just to get keepers and uh it's been absolutely an amazing fisheries. The DNR is doing a phenomenal job. The resorts are working their tail off just to, to keep everything going well. And, uh, it's, it's been a phenomenal fisheries, but, um, I love it. I, it's been, it's been a blast, but, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to pass up some of the waters in our backyard down in Bemidji too. Winnie, for example, a phenomenal lake right now. Yeah, I've I've heard that Winnie is just full of fish, and there's lots of action. And uh, from a guide's perspective, it's great. the The big trick there is is finding the keepers if you want to have a meal. Yeah, exactly. Um, what we've been doing out there lately is just targeting the new cabbage that was coming up. Now it's about three foot tall in some of the areas of the lake, and we're just working the deeper breaks right next to that. And you should have no problem going out and catching fish over 23 inches or in that slot too um it's 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 as a guide's perspective you want your you want people to catch fish you go to winnie if you want eaters it's going to be a little tougher but action wise winnie is phenomenal on that part and plus Lots of Northerns. Lots of Northerns going on Winnie right now. That's the thing about Winnie. They've got not only a really great, healthy, nice-sized walleye population, they've always had lots of Northerns and a good average size for them, and they've got one of the best perch populations and best-sized perch populations historically as well. Yeah, it, it, it's it hasn't been one of those summers where you have a crawler on your spinner rig and you're like, oh, the perch took it off, the little guys did. 
uh-uh, you're, you're pulling a crawler, you're pulling a leech out there, you have a, a legitimate chance of catching a trophy 13, 14-inch perch out there, no problem, or a bunch of eaters from that 10 to 12-inch range. So, yeah, they have a great year-class assortment. Um, it, that's been absolutely uh, a phenomenal bite, and um, it, Winnie's been one of those lakes that you just go out there and you can have a blast and do it, and, you know, and we have other lakes doing that too. So, I mean, if you're coming to the Bemidji area, you live in the Bemidji area or the Leech Lake, Cass Lake area, I mean, you have you have amazing fishing going right now, and it's it's nice to be able to say that, you know? Got more to come with Beef Sather, plus it's Lake of the Weekday. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Take good notes so you sound smart. Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Beef Sather, my guest today. And hey, Beef, going back to Lake of the Woods for a minute, they have something that very few other places in the state have, and that is sturgeon, that rainy, rainy river, of course. Um, can we even catch sturgeon? Is there a sturgeon season on now, or are we in hiatus at the moment? Nope, it just opened up a couple of days ago. Sturgeon fishing did. So there is a slot. I'm not familiar. I, I love to go fish them and just do catch and release, but there, you're allowed one sturgeon a year if you buy a tag. And uh, the sturgeon fishing, if you have a chance, if you've never done it before, it's getting very popular. In the spring, you'll see it boat-to-boat up here um, for sturgeon fishing. But uh, you have a chance to catch something that's 100 years old. And um, I've seen pictures already coming in of multiple 60-inch-plus sturgeon being caught. And it's easy fishing. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, if it's hot out, you get it's, it. Bring your sunscreen because you're not moving too much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty amazing, and, and like I say, and, and uh, you know, talking to some people up there, definitely in the springtime, it seems it, it's almost more popular than walleyes. Yeah, with the they went to that catch and release this last spring on walleye, and and you would think that that would maybe hinder the walleye fishing a little bit, but it wasn't. But then, as soon as that walleye fishing ended, it was like five times the boats in the river for sturgeon fishing, and you're almost playing bumper boats. But everybody was catching sturgeon, and uh, a lot of people, it's a great, it's a great family fish too, because you could have the kids in the boat with you, and you're sitting there watching their odds, and kids have a chance just to learn a little bit, and it's good quality family time too, which doesn't always happen anymore when you're out fishing because you're trying to run and gun so much. Yeah, and you know, beef. Uh, you 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 put it out there on Facebook last week, and uh, you know, a lot of people in the area know you really well. Um, you're making a move up that way. Yeah, uh, I've been in Bemidji for 25 years, and I've developed a lot of great relationships, and and, and uh, I've fished a lot of the waters, and uh, I'm heartbroken. Um, I'm, I'm transferring up to Lake of the Woods High School to teach up there and uh, move Fathead Guide Service up into the Lake of the Woods area and work with uh, Sportsman's Lodge a little bit, and uh, it, it just, you know, it, it's going to be tough leaving all the family, friends, and uh, businesses that I've worked with, and uh you know, I'm missing you, Kev, with uh, Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hopefully I'm able to do some uh, on-location stuff up here for you. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, – I, I always have a place in my heart for Bemidji, and uh, I, I'm just – I can't say enough about the community and the people. Um, it was one of the best things that's ever happened to me in my whole life is living in Bemidji. And uh, I'll tell you what, my kids are going to stay down there and go to school down in Bemidji because it's a great education system, and uh, – 
I will be back to visit, and uh, I hope I have a chance to say goodbye to everybody in a way, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, hey, you, you know, you can do it via the airways if you need to, but, um, you know, obviously you've spent a lot of time up there. You know Lake of the Woods very well. This will, this, this is a pretty cool area in its own right, but at in, in Lake of the Woods. Yeah, I'm very impressed with their school system. Um, they have great staff here so far, but, you know, and then when you look at the water, when you look at the water out there, I mean, they have 20, you know, 1 million acre lake. So it's going to be pretty amazing to see um, between that and all the islands and everything else. So I'll have a, I'm excited for that side of the uh, career change. <laughs> all right. Well, Beef, uh, we, you know, don't don't worry about uh, airtime on Fish and Paul Bunyan Cut. We, we like to talk Lake of the Woods every now and then. No question about that. Um, and, uh, again, if uh, people are out fishing this weekend, it sounds like you're telling me it doesn't matter where you fish. If you have a, if you have a boat or you know how to walk to a shoreline dock, go, because it's going to be phenomenal. And, uh, um, it's, it's, it, the weather's supposed to be fantastic over the, the holiday week here. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun and, it, and people will catch fish and, uh, just go out there, find some cabbage and, and pull some spinner rigs and get some crawlers, swing into the bait stores. They'll tell you where to go. Um, I wish I was out there with everybody. I'll be out 4th of July, like I said. People see me in the big white ranger with that big red Evan root on the back. You can't miss me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Beef, uh, at some time between now and the end of summer, uh, you still have some spots available if people want to hire you and have you take them out? Absolutely. In between packing and everything else, I am still guiding. Um, they can reach me. Um, on my cell phone at 218-766-0095, or they can go to Fathead Guide Service on Facebook, or they can look me up at fatheadguideservice.com, too. Well, we wish you the best in Lake of the Woods. We know we're going to hear from you again because uh, we'll be very happy to hear what's going up, going on on that lake. And, uh, Beef, have a great 4th of July. Thanks for taking the time today. We appreciate it. Hey, Kevin, it's great to be back on the air with you, and keep doing a phenomenal job with Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Top-notch, bud. Up next, it's Lake of the Weekday. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. Lake of the Weekday, Lake of the Weekday, Lake of the Weekday, holy cow. It's Lake of the Weekday. We're checking in with Gary Barnard, the area fisheries manager out of the Bemidji area office. And once again, Gary, we're not surprising anybody with our Lake of the Week. This is a well-known lake, too. Uh, Gull Lake, a a great multi-species lake and a a pretty good-sized lake up in Ten Strike area. Yep, Gull Lake's a good one. It's uh, about 2,200 acres. Fairly shallow, maximum depth of just 23 feet. Uh, so it's a it's a very productive basin with a with a lot of uh, littoral zone. That's a productive zone in the lake, uh, less than 15 feet, and uh, excellent submerged and emergent vegetation around that one. Seems to have all the fish we want. Uh, it's got walleyes, it's got northerns, it's got panfish, it's got bass. Uh, so there's usually something biting on Gull Lake. Yeah, that's it's a good one, a nice uh, diverse fishery up there. Um, probably right now, it's uh, it's uh, got a great reputation for quality bluegills, and it's it's had that over the years. Um, back in the '90s, it, it it really peaked as a bluegill lake, and then it kind of got fished down and overfished for a while. But uh, um, we kind of saw that population rebounding in the 2000s, and we uh, got proactive there, put a five fish bag limit on panfish on uh, sunfish 
and uh, these fish grew into the fishery and have persisted really well. It's uh, it's really seems to be working well. Um, it's a five fish bag, so it allows some reasonable amount of harvest, but it's still keeping some big fish in the population, and people are pretty happy with it up there. You know, you've uh, got a few lakes where you've done the five fish uh, limit for bluegills, and it seems to have worked well in basically all of them. Yeah, it has. You know, we've um, we've looked at these limit reductions. We've tried ten in a couple places, and it and it wasn't quite as good. You really got to get down to five uh, to really seem to limit that. And uh, people's reaction initially is that that, that five is a pretty uh, low bag, but uh, once they see the quality that it can uh, produce and maintain, um, they get pretty happy with it. And and Gull's a good example of that it's been on long enough now, and um, people have become accustomed to it and there's no shortage of people going there to fish quality bluegills no doubt and uh, it's got uh, like we said a bass in the northern population and a walleye population what would be the pre what would it be the primary fish people go after on that lake well i think primarily right now it's it's bluegill but okay. it does have a good walleye uh, population we do fry stock it and uh, that seems to be working we're uh, when we do gill net assessments out there, it's it's hard to get a walleye catch much over three per gill net. Um, but I think that's a, that's just a little bit due to the amount of habitat out there, and the fish aren't really concentrated. It fishes a lot better than three per gill net. I I know a lot of guides that it's their go-to lake in the summertime to to produce walleyes. Okay. I fish it myself. It's a good one. Well, it's always nice to have a good summertime lake to catch walleyes because uh, some of the lakes don't aren't, aren't quite that effective. Yeah, and and this one does seem to be that it it it's kind of a slow starter in the spring sometimes, but uh, I, I don't know what it is if it's the amount of vegetation out there or what. But um, when uh, the vegetation gets established on those humps out there, and the the walleyes are kind of working the edges of that vegetation in the summertime, in that transition between you know twelve to seventeen feet or so, uh, it can be some pretty good fishing. And uh, looks like you got a decent amount of bass on that lake too. Yeah, it's got good bass uh, numbers there. They actually seem to be increasing, and uh, I don't uh, fish bass out there much, but I know just fishing bluegills, you're constantly hooking up on bass, and that's uh, that's a good indicator. All right. What about northerns? Um, northerns, pretty high density northerns. This is going to be a good one for this new zone regulation, I think. This is, uh, is going to be a nice test. Uh, uh, there's there's going to be a lot of fish there for that under under the slot expanded bag of uh, 10 fish bag limit. So, um, and I know just talking to a couple of resorters up there that people were using that last uh, last summer already. Oh, okay. And uh, and then that protects the slot from from 22 to 26. Uh, this lake will produce some. Uh, it's going to grow some fish out of the upper end. So I'm really interested to see how this one responds to that uh, zone rag. It should be good. And as I noted, it's a well-known lake, and it's uh, it's not far off the beaten path. I'm, I'm I know there's resorts up there. I know there's I know a ton of people who live on the lake. So um, not one of those getaway lakes at all. No, you're going to have uh, you're going to have plenty of company out there. In in fact, uh, you might on the weekends want to get there early because that access can fill up, and uh, uh, that's a pretty good indicator of how that fishing is up there. But uh, it's it's not the biggest access. It's it's right off of. Uh, 
Highway 23 there, just north of Castle Highlands Golf Course, and uh, it'll it'll fill up and uh, on those weekends, so get there early. Yeah, it's on the the west edge of the lake there, and uh, uh, again, it's a it's a great lake. It's kind of got um, seems like three little arm three arms, almost looks like a, a clover. Yep, that's yeah. right. There's there's Ten Strike Bay down there, and then I call it the Access Bay. That's a, that's a western lobe, and then the one that goes up to the north there. Um, one of my favorite lakes, actually. I, I used to live fairly close there and fished it a lot. I still get up there now and then. So, well, and I presume a lot of people fish that lake. Yep, a lot do. It gets a lot of fishing pressure, and we've actually tried to been looking to uh to find a, a bigger site for an access to uh, kind of expand that opportunity a little bit so uh lots of people want to go there all right anything else about uh, uh gull lake i need to know oh you know i i don't know it, it, it's uh you know a, a number of species present there that uh i mean if one thing isn't biting you can go to the next uh uh, right. Good crappie fishery. We didn't really talk about oh. that too much, but okay. it does have some good crappies and more of a winter crappie fishery, I think. But uh, again, it's uh, it's a little bit tougher to to get around out there in the winter time. Um, but uh, people are finding their way out there for both the bluegills and the crappies. You know, and a question I never uh, used to have to ask, but I have to always ask now. Uh, as far as we know, no uh, AIS issues there. No, none at this point. Let's uh, let's keep it that way. Yeah. So let's uh, let's clean going into that one. Make sure your boats are in good shape going in there. Don't be transferring that stuff from one to another. Well, yeah, and uh, people are more and more aware of that. And uh, one thing I'm seeing is the uh, the lake associations are getting very very aggressive and working hard on educational issues with that too. So hopefully that stems the tide a little bit. Yeah, that should help. You know, just just uh, getting people more aware of it so that they're uh, a little bit more um, careful when moving from one lake to the next. And you'll likely see an access inspector on Gull Lake. The county uh, watches that one pretty close with their access inspector program. All right, so you take 71 north, and then you take a left on 23 if you're coming from Bemidji. Mm-hmm. And that'll yeah. take you right to the access. Yep, just, uh, I don't know, three, four miles north on 23 there, and uh, your access will be on the right-hand side. All right, it's Gull Lake, our Lake of the Week uh, in the 10-Strike area. Gary Barnard from the Bemidji Area Fisheries Office joining us. Gary, as always, thanks for your time today. Okay, thanks a lot, Kevin. Now we're going fishing for Banyan Country.